So we're going to start our show here in just a second. Um, everything was pretty much put together already. And <laughs> um, this uh, weekend uh, I was out of town. Uh, so I went ahead and put everything together and got back from an announcing event and got some new Saturday night uh, that Brian wasn't looking too good, Brian Christopher. Uh, Brian was a close friend, I would say. We used to text back and forth a lot. Brian used to help me do things as far as whether it be in the ring, whether it be in the gym, giving me advice, um, yelling at me whenever I would screw up. Because uh, as you might have heard in an interview he did with us earlier, if he cared about you, he was going to yell at you. And, you know, if he didn't care about you, he'd yell at you and he'd never talk to you again or something like that. But for the most part, he, if he yelled at you, he cared about you. Um, and then the same breath of him yelling at you, he would turn around and, you know, give you the shirt off his back. Uh, Brian was just that type of guy. And this has been something that, like I said, I've known about since Saturday. We're sitting here Monday night and I just, I, I'm eventually going to work on something as far as a tribute show, get some guys on here to talk about some stories with him. won't be anything about us. It'll just be guys that want to talk. If they don't want to talk, then that's fine. But we're not going to do that for a little while. We're going to let this kind of have some time to breathe, I guess. Um, uh, for those of you that don't know, might not have heard, Brian Christopher passed away uh, yesterday afternoon. Um, and I listened back to our interview, like I said, with, with Brian and man it's just it's hard to believe that it's just it's just hard to believe that somebody that that was that just energetic and just so full of life and so just life of the party and just who he was if you knew him you know <laughs> i joke that on the couple of road trips i took with him it was just almost too much for me. The first one I took was two months in the business, and I I was young and sheltered, and I quit the business immediately <laughs> because that was who Brian was. You know, Brian was just he was Brian, and if you weren't ready for him, he was gonna he was gonna make you think, "Oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into?" But but like I said, Brian was also that guy that would call you up and say, "Hey, you know, you need to get this done," or "Hey, I got you a booking here," or stay up and play video games with a kid in Selmer, Tennessee that was disabled that just loved the guy. Uh, and all those things are real, you know. Um, there's a story of when I first met him and like when I was a fan, 11 years old, and one of the only wrestlers that come out and signed autographs. Um, it's just who Brian was. And even though I had this show already done and it's just, you know, seems insignificant now, uh, I wanted to come on here and just say, uh, praying for his family, for the most part. Um, wanted to acknowledge it. Um, praying for his friends. He's got a lot of friends out there, but there's quite a few out there that were really close with him, like a brother. And uh, that's, you know, who I'm really praying hard for him, those guys and his family. Uh, because like I said, just to think that Brian's not here anymore is is really sad and like I said we're going to try to do something eventually uh, one week it might be one of those projects we just try to slowly put things together but we'll do something you know to kind of like a tribute to Brian um, after this kind of kind of has some time but like I said Brian Brian passed away yesterday afternoon and thoughts and prayers are with his family and hopefully we we will come on next week and it won't be another announcement like this because geez it's just it's just terrible and and it's terrible to have to make these announcements but we didn't want to just not address it and josh isn't here um but we didn't want to just not address it we wanted to say something about it uh and that's the reason why nothing will be said in the show because the show is pretty much done the show's been done for two weeks uh because i knew that i would be out of town but but man gosh <laughs> but yeah just uh 
keep his family and friends in your thoughts and prayers. Um, like I said, Brian, you're going to be missed, man. Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Give a lesson. We're coming for you, baby. <laughs> that was my moment of I carried a watermelon. And if you're going to call me back tomorrow or whatever, I mean, you better believe I took my turn. A little t- <laughs> what? Cool story, bro. PG3 Radio. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, next up we have crying little blind children. Richard Mulliken. I don't know. Is this making any sense to anybody out there? It's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulliken, joined by my co-host and best friend, Josh Briley. Say hey, Josh. Hey, everybody. How's it going? How you doing today, Richard? Doing pretty good. we got a great show for him, right, Josh? Man, I'm so excited about this show today. I can hardly contain myself. The only thing I'm upset about is I stumbled on that last line, but that's okay. We're going to hear from a great sponsor. Who are we going to hear from, Josh? I hear from Score Big. Score Big is the leading online marketplace for tickets to sports, concerts, theater, and family events. ScoreBig allows you to purchase last-minute tickets to sold-out events. Also, the latest on sales of popular artists, teams, and productions. They'll get you in. They safeguard your transaction with a 100% money-back guarantee under a secure checkout with interactive seat maps to guide your purchase. And whether it's an Atlanta Braves game, Metallica concert, or a WWE event, they've got you covered. Book your seats now at tinyurl.com slash p3events. That's tinyurl.com slash p3events. When you go shopping for wine, do you look at the labels? Do you stare at the price and wonder if the wine is worth the expensive tag? Well, stop it, because Wine of the Month Club has you covered. Every month, Wine of the Month Club is going to send you two bottles of high-quality wine right to your front door. And what better way to say I'm thinking of you than a subscription to the original Wine of the Month Club for a friend or a sweetheart. Each month, they'll be reminded of your thoughtfulness and will receive the monthly wine letter and newsletter binder. Recipes, wine knowledge, and great wine, and the opportunity to get more of their favorites is at hand. Give with confidence and joy, knowing that you're a part of the original Wine of the Month Club. By the way, there are no dues, no fees, no hidden charges. Cancel any time with no obligation. Just pay no more than $23.96 plus shipping for two great bottles of wine. Go there now. Sign up by visiting our link, tinyurl.com slash p3wine. That's tinyurl.com slash p3wine. The Wine of the Month Club, the original wine club since 1972. We can vape if we want to, we can leave cigarettes behind. Cause our friends all vape, and if they don't vape, then they're no friends of mine. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Vapors. For all your vaping needs, go to Vista Vapors at P3 Radio. What? Not P3. No. Not P3 Radio. Oh. What the hell? It's tinyurl.com slash p3vista. tinyurl.com slash p3vista. Vista Vapors for all your vaping needs. We can leave cigarettes behind. Welcome back to P3 Radio. This is Rich Malka, joined by Josh Briley again. You joined by me? Joined by Josh Briley, my best friend. Still here. I am still here. Am I your guest? Yes. We thought about doing a whole show like this where we just talk really, really fast and try to get everything out of the way. Maybe like maybe a 10-minute show. Yeah, it would be really fun. We'll call it the Micro Machines. Micro Machine Show? Micro Machines. It's not Micro Machines. It's a real thing. Yep. This is popcorn. I love popcorn. Popcorn Or hot butter. Wouldn't it be annoying if we did the whole show like this? (laughs) (laughs) You know what this song reminds me of? Atari? Yeah, or the old video games. You know, like... Which would be... Yeah. Well, not just Atari. <laughs> Coleco Vision. You didn't have no fucking Coleco Vision. I didn't have a. No, I'm just. I'm not. I'm saying not just Atari. Just like old video game music in general. You know, like one of my favorites was Punch Out as a kid. How could you oh, not yeah. like that? 
kind of motivated you to go out and really train or something. Right. Run to the Statue of Liberty a few times, and you're going to beat up Mike Tyson in the game. I'll just put in the cheat code. (laughs) We'll just do the cheat code. Life don't have no cheat code, son. You're going to have to fight Mike Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) No. um, You know, one of my friend's wives told me uh, she's from a different country. Uh, We were talking recently, and she said that – you know, you know, the, everything in her country was like, like different name differently and everything. And uh, one of the funny things was we were watching Tetris and she looking at Tetris and Tetris, like, I think comes from a word. I, I can't remember the details. I probably shouldn't have started the story, but yeah. <laughs> but the music was like a Russian song, like the. That's the. Uh, it's like the the Russian Yankee Doodle Dandy or something, <laughs> pretty much. It'd be like if we were playing a game of like Angry Birds, and it was like Horn my Yankee Doodle Dandy. It's like Yankee Doodle Boy. Yankee Doodle went down a ride on his pony. You're like, I just want to play Angry Birds. Shut the fuck up. And then after it's all after it's all said and done, Yankee Doodle went down a ride on a pony. Stuck a feather in his hat and called it a macaroni. Stuck a finger in his ass. What? But after it's done, it's just like, all right, well, that song's done. Let's play the next level verse. So, it's like, Yankee Doodle went to town a Roy Not a Pony. So what you're saying is they don't say he stuck a finger in his ass? <laughs> no. What's the line? Stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni. <laughs> what kind How of, does that even make sense? How does stuck a finger in his ass and macaroni make sense? <laughs> I assure okay. you, that would make a lot more sense than stuck a feather in his hat and maybe, called it macaroni. Maybe at the uh, tire care, truck stop, daycare that you went to. <laughs> but <laughs> the, or the ER, depending on, how you, <laughs> depending on how close you are with me, I guess. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you want to tell that story? <laughs> so I've had a doctor's hand up my ass before. <laughs> I, I was like four or five years old, extremely constipated. Long story short, they took x-rays, seen the blockage or whatever, and it was either surgery or get that grown man's hand stuck up my ass and dig the obstruction of the constipation out. I remember it was very traumatic when I was a very young boy, and my Josh, mother... Josh told me that story for the first time tonight, and I swear to God, all that I was thinking... You remember that scene in Total Recall where he takes that machine and puts it to his nose? <laughs> that was exactly how my my little my little four-year-old ass was. It was... Ah! Hello, know, Josh. You are going to have to get your ass to Mars. <laughs> get your ass to Mars. And you sticks that thing. <laughs> and it just goes up in his butt and grabs the ah! the, the full walnut that Josh has swallowed at one point. <laughs> the five day old obstruction. Uh what did what did they say what caused that? Was you just holding Obvi- your shit well, in or Well, yeah, because Cause, cause you you made it sound like you were like the doctor was like, Come on now, you just gonna have to shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was beyond that. Uh-huh. I went to the ER because my, my stomach was hurting so bad. And I remember just like it was yesterday, like one of my favorite things to get whenever we went to uh some kind of drugstore, some little gas station. <laughs> <It was opiates. laughs> no, it was a gas station or something. But the the thing that I used to love to get was these uh, Oreo cookies and cream sandwich bar type things. And I remember eating that. We was watching the fucking Carol Burnett show. I remember that. <laughs> you you definitely will remember the day that. A grown man <laughs> shoves his finger in your rectum. No matter well, no. how old you, you were at the time, you'll always Sometimes remember. Wow, see a spoon in hand. <laughs> it ain't me. Yeah. It ain't me. I am a constipated wall. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Either way. So, Carol Burnett show. I ate that fucking ice said, cream Mommy, thing. Mommy, my tum-tum, I haven't won boom-boom in a week. Pretty much, but I wasn't as clear because my mom, she was in a panic. I mean, I was crying. My stomach was hurting so bad. So after. you ran to the bathroom or you just, you were eating that sandwich? I'm eating, I'm eating the Oreo cookies and cream sandwich yeah. thing. And after I'm done, I'm sitting there watching Carol Burnett. And I remember this just horrible pain. <laughs> it was like somebody was stabbing me in my stomach or something. I start crying. My mom's freaking out or whatever. She takes me to the ER. 
They rushed so, me into the damn. Uh, had you been trying to go to the bathroom or look? You know how it is when you're a kid and you don't want to miss anything or whatever. I don't know why I was holding my shit in. Don't don't I don't get me on that. I just asked you if that. you were holding it in. You were like, oh no, I just I was just well, I was eating this ice cream sandwich thing. I was <laughs> trying to get the whole story laid out. Ah. You're wanting to jump from. I want to. I want to. You're wanting to in. jump from French kissing straight to the in and out. That's not want, how no, things work. I want to delve in into the, the story world. a little less deeper than the doctor did to your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get you the the, the full interview. So not. So you know. you're sitting around. Well, I mean, you jumped all the way to the Carol Burnett show when the pain started. I'm assuming that the pain didn't just start, like as you're. I mean, I mean, you knew you hadn't went to take a crap in like how long? Maybe three days, four days at that point, something like that. What now? Okay, so the first time you're holding it in, right? The second time, you're. Um, sorry, distractions. The second time. <laughs> the second time. Do, do you remember when you just, you know, hey, I don't have to hold it in anymore <laughs> anything like that? <laughs> That's what's so scary. No, I didn't know I was doing anything out of the ordinary until every, and something started hurting. <laughs> so, you know, being four years old, you're really not keen on, like, gravity or the concept of, like, uh, you know, if something goes in, it has to come out somewhere else. You know what I mean? The, the whole pressure Save thing. Save the sexy talk for your wife. <laughs> pressure, you know, all that. Yeah. You don't get that. You just, right. you I just get, can't. I, I can't stop watching this TV show or I can't go inside and take a dump right now. I have more important things. So this this led to a week-long... At no point you were like, hey, I haven't wiped my ass in a few weeks. Nothing. <laughs> you know, my... My hole has not felt the... I guess I thought I was just lucky. Hey, I don't have to shit anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No more Uh, messing up my He-Man underwear. Yeah. It's like, Josh's underwear is really clean. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's gotten better. I don't think we're going to have to send him off to that camp like we thought we were going to have to. (laughs) (laughs) The shit chip camp. (laughs) But, uh, But, so, okay, so, Carol Burnett, you're watching it. You're eating the... Carol Burnett is like my creed it's clear water. <laughs> Whenever I see Carol Burnett, my stomach starts aching, and I just feel my asshole kind of <laughs> protruding every, and gaping out. I tell you what, every time I watched Mama's Family, I took a shit on the spot. <laughs> it was like Pavlo, Pavlovian a and, little and bit. I, and I cried a great deal after <laughs> after everyone. All right, so. So, all right, so let's fast forward a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you yell, "Hey, I can't go crap!" And no, it wasn't okay, like so, that. So your stomach was hurt, and you didn't go, "Hey, let's let's go, let me go poop." Let I go tried, try to and I couldn't. So you ran to the bathroom, tried to poop. Did you just like trying to force it out? And I guess. So your mom can't comes into the bathroom. Where you're no, at? my mom. She's like, "What's wrong with you? Oh, my stomach's hurting." I'm it's gonna level really with you, mom. I ain't shit a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't talk about that. Okay, so so she just takes me to the ER, and then you know all that other stuff happens. All right, no, 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 no. let's not let's not graze over it. So they take an X-ray of you, and they're like, "Oh, you're compacted pretty good," and no one thinks, "Oh, laxative or stool softener. This ought to help." They just. Go right for it. <laughs> the I old, guess. The I old mean, bowling ball grip, man. <laughs> yep. Old Frank. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, you know how how one of them big uh, uh, New York dogs looks? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's kind of how the doctor's fingers were, probably. <laughs> you know, big ass so, fucking beef frank so fingers. He jams his finger in. I know you probably went to a different place <laughs> in your mind. You, you kind of <laughs> went back to a time where this wasn't happening, probably, and blacked out a little bit. But was it like one of those videos you watch where they're like, they're popping like a big cyst on a cow, and <laughs> they poke it, and it just starts oh, pouring it's out? Like, it's kind of like in my mind. It's kind of like, all right, now, son, this might hurt a little bit. All right, here we go. And then all of a sudden, I just hear the Commodores. I know it sounds funny, but I just can't stand the pain. I woke up and I was eating ice cream. Yeah. It was 
It's great. <laughs> it's the damnedest shit ever. <laughs> but I mean, how did that happen? Did you just start? I'm shit. I'm shit. Just going all I over don't the wall. Re- I don't remember. Our are like, oh god. Uh, I don't uh, remember what happened after. <laughs> you know the hand. And all that. The claw. I don't remember what happened when he had the iron claw so, in my ass. So he basically shoves his hand in, digs out the shit. And, and that's a wrap. That's it. So stomach didn't hurt. If <laughs> my stomach hurt after that, I wasn't damn near telling anybody. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Josh? So, Your stomach hurt? Fuck no. <laughs> <clears throat> so I had a tumor that was five years old that was undiscovered for a long time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you look a little peaky, Josh. Your stomach hurt? No, fuck, it's okay. No, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> you leave me, big woman. <laughs> God. I just imagine it was probably like one of those videos with the cyst where you, you know, he shoved his finger in, <laughs> pulls out the plum, and it just like opens up <laughs> into his no, no, box. No. Where uh, it's just like. <laughs> now, look, I do remember the x rays. Mm hmm. And that uh, that blockage was like kibasa size. <laughs> it wasn't a plum by any means. Just five days worth of little turds and Just Flintstone vitamins and all kind of crap. Uh, at the rate of embarrassing my daughter, have, have, have we talked about this before? When you walk in and the the kid hasn't flushed the toilet. Yeah, we've talked about that. Some, I think sometimes it's amazing, man. You just walk in there and you're like, "Holy lord!" Well, my thing this... is, my smallest child, the little one, the 11 year old, right? She's she's like got the biggest turds, yeah. And I don't understand how, <laughs> because like it's some of them are legit as long from the bottom of her foot probably to her, I don't know, kneecap. Right? Do you know it's like? When you were a kid, like when you would take one of those dumps where it was like a really long turd, you were like, <laughs> "Like when does this go in?" <laughs> or when you'd have one that was too big and it'd be like it would hurt. Be like, oh god, <laughs> I think I I'm just gonna hold this for a while and go watch Carol Burnett. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, seriously, I remember like I remember one time, you know, I was probably like I said, four or five years old, right around the time of that travesty, that like, you know. When you take a shit, at that point, you're yeah. just learning to shit by yourself and all that. <laughs> learning so, like, to shit. Anything that happens, whether, you know, all by myself. What I'm saying <laughs> is, I had a shit that was so long one time, it was poking up, you know, out of the water and all that. <laughs> <laughs> and being like four it's years messy. old. It's <laughs> old Nessie there. <laughs> being it's four a years old. horrible Scottish accent or Irish. I just good. get up and I look at it and I'm like, oh my God. I got to show somebody. <laughs> I went and got my grandpa, and he was like, damn, Poncho, I'm going to have to take a ball back to that thing and get it flushed down. You're really, you're really uh, putting some strain on my plumbing there, Poncho. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it's like you just created a shit nest monster. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well. Maybe that's why I had so bad obstructions. My turds were like as long <laughs> as my bowels. <laughs> Why didn't you shit? Well, Carol Burnett's show was on, and I had a tasty sandwich, so <laughs> I didn't feel like I needed to, but I'm <laughs> skippy. I'm going three times a day from now on. <laughs> he runs and hides under his bed every time Mama's family comes on. I don't know what the hell's wrong with him. <laughs> Trigger warning there. It's like every time you hear Mama's family come on, you get scared. <laughs> <laughs> Just start crying and holding your ass off. <laughs> no. What are you doing, Josh? I'm going to take a shit. <laughs> I'm going to shit. <laughs> you right. just came out of the bathroom. When they take you to the doctor? Hell no. no. <laughs> you get I'll like, call the police. Tell them you beat me. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever that's, do that. That's, what you, that's when you get to the point where you like you went in like a five-year-old kid, but you come out like a talking like a man. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen things, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking cigarettes. Where'd you get that cigarette? You don't worry about it, you son of a bitch. <sighs> I went in with the voice of Macaulay Culkin. I came out talking like Stallone. <laughs> yeah. Live shit. <laughs> From fucking Cobra. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we didn't mean to talk about crap stories for 15 minutes, but... And look, if you've had a doctor's hand shoved up your ass, too, I'm right there with you. Yeah. That's uh, all I got on that. <laughs> okay. Good force gump ending there. 
Um, moving right along, we were talking about things that. Uh, excuse me. We're talking about things. We that, got this um, this middle screen of our setup here. Yeah. We've got a few computer monitors and whatnot. We oh, got just yeah. MSN. I mean, maybe maybe we should say this. Um, if you notice any audio quality difference in the last two or three weeks, uh, we changed setups again. And we no longer have an echo in our ear. Like, even when we changed it the last time, we still had a slight echo. Now, we don't hear anything. We just hear ourselves talking as we're talking. And you would think not having that echo has made it better, but... It has screwed us up tremendously. <laughs> like we've, it's messed up our timing. It's messed up our how we say things. It's it's really messing us up. But our our we now have two computers here in the in the center. There is uh, just videos, just not videos, but little news things going going off every two seconds, and we're just looking at it and getting distracted. So, but uh, but no, we were we were talking earlier about. Um, like I was telling you how my wife will have these little meaningless jobs that she wants me to do. And I'm on to her game. I told her the other day, I'm on to you. And she's like, what are you talking about? I said, well, I see what you're doing here. And she's like, what? I was like, well, you just asked me to get her, put your clothes in the dryer when they're done. Yeah. I was like, the clothes have been done for a while. I know what you're doing. She's like, what am I doing? I'm like, there are clothes in the dryer right now. And you will have to find a home for them. If you put the clothes from the washer into the dryer, but if I do it, you won't have to worry about it. <laughs> so I'm unloading the dryer and then loading it. I don't know what you're talking about. I know I ain't doing that. But it happens every time. And the only time she throws her clothes at the dryer is when there's no clothes in the dryer already. You know what? <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, I'll choke you. You know what I just started doing at that point? What? Uh, this is a few years old at this time. But when my wife started giving me those tasks, I would just take the clothes from the washing machine, take the clothes out of the dryer that were still in there, throw them up on top of the dryer. Just I'm, I'm talking about take them, put them in a ball, throw that shit on top yeah. of the dryer, put the clothes back in the dryer from the washer. Talking to the mind. Game is done. <laughs> well, how long would you do that until as many times as necessary? Well, if you ball up the clothes and throw them on top of the dryer... Maybe two, three times. That's kind of the indicator that you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> or you're just going to fuck up every time. So I don't really get asked to do that very much anymore. Because hmm. I'm expected to fail. <laughs> Hang on to it right anyways. I'll just do it. Huh. So Maybe you should fail a few times. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> That's the worst Worst teacher speech ever. <laughs> you sons of bitches ain't learned shit. You what? guys are just going to learn, just fail sometimes. Life and wives are two totally different things. There's a certain way you approach things in life, and then there's a certain way you approach things inside the house. I, 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 when you, okay, <laughs> I thought you were going to say inside the wife. <laughs> sometimes you got to kill her, wear her skin, and act like her. <laughs> Are you don't you ever a size seventeen? You don't ever do that. <laughs> oh Jesus! Well, I think we have run out of topic here. <laughs> should we, should we go to another commercial or just say we'll be right back? We might be back. Might not, not be back. You never know. Yo, man, come to Florida. <laughs> We got all of the sights you've been wanting to be seeing, man. Come to SeaWorld. Free your willy, man. Come to Legoland. Everything is awesome. You can come to Universal Studios. Get your Martin McFly on, man. You hear the trash can drums, man. Josh. I love it. Josh, Josh what, are you, what are you doing, man? Huh? What are, you, what are you doing? This isn't Jamaica. This is Florida. What? I heard the trash can drums and I just got excited. Well, I'm they're sure. called steel drums and everything you, else you pretty much said was okay. But we want to say also that if you book with Florida Ticket Station, your tickets are guaranteed by the state of Florida to be valid. So your vacation will be on point and where it needs to be the right way. So go right now to Florida Ticket Station by visiting them at tinyurl.com slash p3florida and book your Florida trip today. 
That's tinyurl.com slash P3 Florida Man. Once again, it's Florida, not Jamaica. I'm sorry. Welcome back to more P3 Radio. I had this song in my head all day. Once again, I know. There's something, something really satisfying about. I just walked around the house today. There was nobody here. I just walked around the house. <laughs> just walk- I just walked around the house doing that. I was like, you're doing the worst. <laughs> what do you want me to try to be on point, like, dude? I mean, that's the point of an impression. But oh god, <laughs> yeah, that was. You're really something. not hitting Prince's notes, um, <laughs> you know, when you're doing that impression. That's actually a shit impression. Yeah, that that ain't worth a damn. <laughs> That's no. too actually. That's too punctuated. That, that's actually that, that ain't worth a damn. But, uh, but this guy does an Australia, Australian, <laughs> Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're turned on me, mate. You lie to me. <laughs> you I do? What I do? Do do? All these pains. No. You fucking yikes! <laughs> All right. You bloody yikes! You lie to I think, me. I think that's more British. I don't. Think either one of us was doing an Australian I've I've never been to Australia. Uh, yeah. Well, no, it was like you were doing this was supposed to be a Jamaican accent and you're like, but I try <laughs> but I try try try. Watch you know. Watch you know do, do. me. You lied to me, man. There is. Oh my god, man. <laughs> Can we Jamaica get a steel drum in here, man? Because she said have you ever been to Jamaica? No. Yeah, I've been once. Really? Yeah. I uh, We went on a cruise, and I went to Jamaica, and honestly, <sighs> it was, uh, there's going to be some people that listen to this that's been to Jamaica, and they're going to be like, I loved it. What are you talking, like, honestly, the I don't know if it was just where we docked the boat at, but I got off the boat, and I was like, it's hot. Everything looks like weeds involved <laughs> and <laughs> everything looks dirty like there have been and like i said once again this could have just been the dock that we were in but everything looked so dirty and just it looked like a gas station that the power had just came back on <laughs> after like a month and they were just like we're open man <laughs> come on in man come so on in like, try to fish <laughs> yeah no so nah, I got off the it's boat. probably not properly cooked. Yeah. I got off the boat just to take a picture and say, hey, I've been to Jamaica. <laughs> and got right back on the boat. I'm like, nope, I'm just going to stay on the boat. But no, I mean, Jamaica, it was just like I said, it was just dirty. And my wife was the same way. She actually ventured out about three hours away. Because you go on these long, full-day excursions. So she's like, we got into a cab. They took us to like an hour away. We went to another cab. They took us here, and I'm like, jeez. And she's like, then we looked at this thing and came back. She's like, but everything was dirty. So you just essentially chilled in Jamaica by yourself? No, I had my daughter with me, and we did some family-like kid things. Who was your wife with? Uh, My sister-in-law, her sister. Oh, okay. And and they went and did her brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, her brother-in-law went too. They they went like hiking or something. Oh yeah. I was like, nah, I'm good. Screw that. Yeah, (laughs) I'll stay on the boat. I went on vacation to relax, not 
get my heart rate up. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I was like, I'll stay on the boat. We'll do some Dr. Seuss stuff, me and my daughter. <laughs> so um, <laughs> That would have been my play too, man. But no, man, I mean, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about this week is like, you know, we talked about the kid thing right then, but like, have you ever had a kid say something, even yours, somebody else's that just makes you laugh and you're not supposed to laugh? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Definitely guilty. Yeah. So it's like, like they're looking at you and they're like, I don't really care. <laughs> or they accidentally <laughs> say some like, um, hey, mom. What does shit mean? <laughs> You're like, oh no, oh no, yeah. you know. I've got a few, or a couple, maybe one. Good you want to go first? You or? go first. Well, I used to work at a school, and I was in charge of putting all the office referrals in on the computer. So basically, what we would have, we would have office referrals that would came in like during the week. So like, if it was Monday, I'd be putting in Friday's office referrals. I was always a day back. But we'd have to put them in the system for, like, the state so the state could keep up with behavioral patterns or whatnot. So I would see these, and it would always be one of the three things, disrupting class, um, not paying attention or listening to the teacher when given an instruction. And, you know, on the wild case, there might be a fight. Most of them were dress code violations. It was like so-and-so forgot a belt, so-and-so forgot a belt. So-and-so forgot a belt. <laughs> so that was what most of them were. But every once in a while, you would get one that you would just chuckle. And there was this one I got, and it had like a paragraph written on it. Now, these little pieces of paper, they're like a third the size of a notebook sheet of paper. So that's what you're looking at, a third of the size. So you're not going to have a lot of room for writing anything on those. So under the comments section of what the kid did wrong, it said, I asked the student to hand me his homework. And the student basically said, no, I don't, whatever, and just kind of laid his head down. He said, and I told the student he needed to pick his head up and hand me his homework. And he said, what if I told you that I didn't do it? And the <laughs> teacher said, well, then you would get a zero. He goes, at which time the student replied, I don't give two and a half fucks. <laughs> so I'm laughing. I'm like, that is hilarious. And it's like the half, the fraction of a fuck that made that, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I don't give two and a half fucks. <laughs> what about three? Now you're pushing it. <laughs> I might give three fucks. <laughs> but, but I mean, I remember I was sitting in class, like I had a class in the room with me. And, you know, I would just monitor the computers and they were just like quiet. And all of a sudden you just hear me <laughs> just like that. And the funny thing is we work right. Like my lab was right next to ISS. So I see the kid in there and he's just in there like he's doing his homework now because, I mean, he just probably didn't want to do it last night. And they put him in there to do it. But it was just so funny to see his face and see the reaction. And I'm like, this kid is kind of a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know him. He's been in here a lot. But that is, that's pretty funny. Most definitely. Yeah. So what did you, what's something that you have heard? Well, it was from my mother-in-law. She, at one point. How old is your mother-in-law again? <laughs> Well, my mother-in-law, she is probably... Well, no, you, I, I was talking about kids, and you're like, well, no, what I heard was from my mother-in-law. Well, it's ex-mother-in-law, really. Either way. Yeah, get the story straight. There's going to be a test well, later. You have to. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> Facts are important. Not about this. What? It was a Tuesday, I think. Well, either 72 way. 72 degrees, low humidity. It was great. Either way. <laughs> she used to take my kids to church, like... For a while, yeah. she was the one that took my kids every Sunday to church. Yeah. And just let me preface this story saying this. <laughs> it was 32 degrees that day, and there, it was a Sunday. I know that for a fact. There is a certain time during parenthood Yes. to where it's kind of like the fence. You're on the other side one day. And then that, that certain thing happens to let you know, oh, well, everything's changed. 
you can't do that around these kids anymore. <laughs> so I'm booting up, right? <laughs> <laughs> my my son, he was maybe four years old, right, at the time. My mother-in-law came home from uh, church, dropping the kids off, and she calls me out on the porch or whatever. She's like, "Come here." I go out on the porch, <laughs> and she's like, "Do you know what your son?" said in front of the pastor's wife <laughs> at church uh this morning i said oh god what did he say she said he dropped his little uh thing he was he was singing in the little ch children's choir and he had his you know musical um thing in his in his hand and the pastor's wife was the one that was directing all the children right he drops his 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 little hymn. uh his, his little hymn, his yeah. hymn sheet. <laughs> he drops it and immediately when he drops it, he's like, God damn it <laughs> <laughs> And he picks it up and my my mother in law at the time, she's standing up there, you know, trying to get him to stay there and sing or whatever. <laughs> she said her, her her jaw just dropped. She just turned around and went and sat in the pew. Like, that was the end of that situation for her at that yeah, point. Yeah, like, yep, I'm done. <laughs> yep. Uh, we're going to sit down. She took, like, a white handkerchief out and threw it. <laughs> That's me throwing in the towel on this situation. She might as well add. But either way, from that moment on, I learned you can't say certain things in front of kids. Yeah. Because in a natural situation, they see the way you react, and they react the same way. They're like little sponges. Yeah. They pick up so much stuff. Like, today, my daughter was like, hey, can we go jump in the sprinkler? I was like, well, Daddy's got some stuff he's going to do. He's going to record this podcast with Josh, and Josh is coming over. I was like, wait until Mommy gets off, and you can ask Mom if – if she'll let you go out in the sprinklers. And she goes, seriously, Daddy? Seriously? You think she's going to let me go out in the sprinklers? <laughs> she's like, she told me the other day she didn't want me to go out in the sprinklers. So she's not going to let me go today. I'm she like, thinks you're the one that's going to be the gateway. Yeah, yeah, and I would be. I mean, I, I don't am know. too. Julie just was way. tired the other day. She'd probably let her go to the sprinklers. Look, no. It was just funny. Mothers are the enforcers. That's the way they are. Us dads, we got to be more relaxed. Kind of. I mean, I've I've been a little bit issues. of both, yeah. But but no, I mean, speaking of let thing, her bring somebody to date home whenever she gets older, yeah. And then your you know your eyebrows will kind of tighten up a bit. I think. I know mine will. <laughs> well, I didn't know you cared for my daughter that much. No, she no. dating somebody. <laughs> Let's go whip his ass. Well, he's 13. I I, mean, my hmm. daughter, my youngest daughter, yeah. is 11 years old. I just found out she got a referral at school. I think it was Thursday. Yeah. She pulled the little boy down by his hood on his jacket. Okay. Pulled him down. <laughs> I heard something else him, there for a minute. She pulled the little boy down like by his hood uh -huh. onto the floor and you know just pretty much took him down like ha, yeah. ha, ha. Well, come to find out, that's her little boyfriend. Like, ah. Yeah, the teacher evidently hadn't been let in on the joke. She wrote on the referral that she was bullying this little boy <laughs> and all this <laughs> stuff, and just made it seem like Ava was a monster, you know. Yeah. And then when you get to talking to her, she's like, "No, he's no, my friend. Like him. This, this, and this. Yeah. No, she didn't say oh, that. Oh, yeah. She, he's my friend. Blah blah blah. The teachers just don't understand. Caitlin, the sister." The sister, Caitlin, the older sister, yeah. released the information to me and my wife. That's her little boyfriend. Her her and him are going out. <laughs> and, you know, so she she's the one going? that released the dirt. Like, where are they going? Where are they going out to? How often do they go there? <laughs> well, they, they're like, you know, skating ring and school boyfriend. Maybe girlfriend. I should go there and clean my shotgun. <laughs> no. Not the skating rink. Don't do that. No, no, you can't do that. What the hell Not you there. mean? I'm being arrested. <laughs> Man, I tell you, uh, my kid starts kindergarten. We're, we're becoming the sad, depressing dad podcast here, but my ah, kid starts man. kindergarten this year, and I'm like... Plenty of people got kids, uh, dude. I don't want it to happen. I don't. I, don't, I don't, do not want it to happen, but... 
I'll tell you what, we'll segue off of that into something else. Do you remember when we were kids, and this is something I hadn't thought about in forever, and I thought about it this week, and I wanted to talk to you about it. Do you remember when we used to watch ECW? We would stay up really late, like 3, 4 a.m., not that. It was like on what, 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning on Friday? It was 1 o'clock in the morning when it, come on, when it came on. When it come down. When it come down. When it come down. Come down, 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 down. All right. So we'd stay up to like 1, 2 in the morning trying to watch this. Well, the commercials were always odd. I mean, you wouldn't get the commercials that you would get, that you would think that you would get. You wouldn't get like. The paid program uh, yeah, commercials. Yeah. You telling me <laughs> that this is a rare mint gold coin? <laughs> it's like no, you'd get those. You wouldn't get the, you wouldn't get the ones you would think you would get at one a.m. Like you're not getting like Chester Cheeto right. and stuff like that. Call one nine hundred infomercial. Like what you would think you would get at like one a.m. would be call one nine hundred babe now. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, you know, who's calling this to listen to someone talk? And the really the Aerosmith, um, that Aerosmith video where he's talking to this hot chick on a one nine hundred number, and it ends up being this like old like grandmother that just had a voice. You remember that video yeah. from Aerosmith? That kind of just like I was like, oh okay, so I'll never call those in my life. <laughs> and that got me at a young age. I'm like, I've seen those numbers around, and I always wonder what it was like. But no. I will never dial one of those. We did end up dialing one of those on a one nine, like like on a um, payphone. Payphone one. Did, was you with me? One eight hundred GM truck. What? That was Is exactly that? the polar opposite of a GM truck. If you dialed one eight hundred GM truck or one nine hundred GM truck. <laughs> This is Ronnie. Oh, yeah, baby. Was you with me? (laughs) We did it on that payphone by Fred's and AutoZone and stuff like that. (laughs) It was a guy at my school because I was in ninth grade. That was when I went to high school. I was like, dude, he told me this number. We got to call it. It can't be GM truck. It's got to be something else. No, it was GM well, I knew truck. It's spelled out GM truck as well, but I bet it also was something else. Oh, yeah. Like, like 1900. Fuck toy or something. <laughs> what is GM truck? C G H I M N O T R. It'd be. It'd be I'm something. I'm. Horny, maybe? No. Or I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to look it up. We're we're wasting tape here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember it was I thought it was something else too. <laughs> like we would dial it from a payphone and it would be like deposit forty five quarters. <laughs> 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 and we're like, Nope, gotta hang it up. Just wanted to hear that. We're done. And we're like, Who really calls these from a payphone? <laughs> I mean, who literally pays like, you know, in a phone At booth. Least in a minute, damn it. <laughs> 20 minutes yeah. worth of conversation. That'd be like at least $45. Man, I could never understood. I'd never understood that back then. It's like, even though I was a huge dork, I could always talk to girls because I grew up <laughs> around them. Yeah. So I never could understand being that nerdy that you couldn't even talk to a girl. Not you. I'm just saying like anybody, you yeah. know, that you would have to pay for conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but... That we got kind of off on a tangent there. What I was gonna say was uh, that was the commercials that you would expect. Like, ooh, call us now. We're young, but you didn't get that with ECW. You got this other commercial like twenty million times, and I want to play it for you uh, if I can find it. But I don't want you to look at the screen. Okay. So I'm gonna type it in. It might take me a second. You're gonna have to talk about something while I do that. Um, I mean, talk about your feelings, talk about your thoughts, uh, how, whatever you want to talk about, Josh. This is totally your time. You've got a second here to say what it, what's on your mind right now. Well, I kind of wish that I could just hit the lotto and just be done with all this work, grind, bullshit. I mean, pretty much the way that I would just want to live life would be like, I get a whole... You're looking at the screen. <laughs> a whole, I'm not really looking at it. I see it, but I'm not seeing it. Uh-huh. I kind of just want to get a big, large sum of money and buy me like an island somewhere and just kind of live that way. Kind of recluse. All right, so this is the commercial. 
Imagine a world where time drifts slowly. A world where music you remember this carries at all? you away. away. Experience pure moods, the perfect soundtrack <laughs> for your way of life. If your way of life is getting stoned <laughs> and talking to the spirit of old Native Americans. <laughs> Direct from Europe, this multi-platinum collection has won the hearts of millions. They have a 1-800 number here. I wonder if that's still active. Let's call it. Uh, you want to call it? I do want to call it. Uh, let's do it on our show line then. Hold on. All right. Uh, I was going to call on my uh, personal phone. No, committed. don't do that. Let's let's call it on the show line. Do you want to listen to the rest of the commercial first? Sure. All right, so we'll listen Send to the rest of the commercial. With the timeless pleasures of tubular bells. Or take a trip <laughs> into the unknown <laughs> with the like, X-Files theme. We've got, like, pyramids and moons. No That's just a porn song. I don't care what they say. Pure <laughs> moods. Call the number on your screen or send check or money order for the amount shown plus shipping and handling. Most of that just Rush sounds like porn available. Music. Yeah. Call now. All right, so we have to call that just to see what. <laughs> just to see <laughs> what, what could they're it doing. Be? Yeah, what. What could it be now? Could that be, Why should it be anything? Pure moods still yeah. trying to Welcome bang to the Pure CD moods. Out. I know it's been a while since you've bought a CD. <laughs> you know you can own this on MP3 or whatever. <laughs> Why haven't you pirated this shit? <laughs> uh, uh, what's the number? Let me look it up here. 283 All right. Here we Get go. Get that go in. All right, let's see what. Let's well, see what look, happens. look. Can we just m- make this a deal? All right. If it on like like if it's honestly the CD uh-huh. after twenty two years. Yes. If it is the CD, can we make a pack that we will both throw in and buy the <laughs> damn thing? Sure. If it's legit, the damn if this number. Is, if this is pure that. moods, the after. I will go to the bank after we end this show. (laughs) I will get you $9 or whatever it is. You think this is $18? It's $15.99 and... What year was this? CD is eighteen dollars. Well, this was put on YouTube in two thousand nine, so the but YouTube video is like ten years old. Commercial. Yeah, so you're looking at nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety six. Twenty two years. Twenty two years ago. Yeah, I, I don't care. I'll buy. Okay. I'll put, I'll throw in eight bucks and get, we <laughs> get got your it. moods. Let's All go. Right. All right, let's hit enter here and see what we got. I bet it's out of service. Come on, pure moods. I don't hear anything right now. I don't know if we're set up for 1-800-CALLING. Oh, here we go. It's ringing. Oh. wonder what this is. <laughs> Why am I nervous? I don't know. I am too. <laughs> I bet it's out of service. No. It's somebody's paying for the line. It's just ringing. For what le- a legit number. You think it's got voicemail? We're going to find out. How many times do we let it ring? Isn't it like six? Come on, I'm pissed off. I need pure moods now. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, I, I can't listen to that over and over. Wonder, what if they have like somebody still owns that number, <laughs> and they're like every that day. jerk off. He's not answering the phone, <laughs> trying to get our money. Yeah. Well, if that wasn't good enough, Josh, did you know that there was a Pure Moods two album? I did not. In 1999. Journey into a place where time is suspended. I now I remember. That's not very loud. There we go. That might be a little bit louder. That's a new number. That's a new number. 1 800 
Seven, six, six, six. four, fifty-two hundred. <laughs> you want to call it? Let's call it. Seven, if six, it's four, Pure Mood Two, it's released six, in '99. That's like 19 years. If it's Pure Moods Two, we'll buy that CD. You you halves on Pure Moods Two. I this have would be, on Pure Moods. This is two. a 19 year old phone number. So we'll call it. That was. Is that the right number? Do I have it typed in right? That is it. All yes. right. So let's call it and see what happens. That's really loud. Sorry. What do we say? That's a weird. I got you. If somebody answers, I got you. It's a weird ring. Probably tap. This is like no payoff whatsoever I here. Know. <laughs> Somebody's paying the damn bill on these phone numbers, though. <laughs> Just one Native American. In the <laughs> I bought nine phone lines. <laughs> <laughs> was there a Pure Moods 3? There was a Pure Moods 3. <laughs> 2001. There's no commercial. No commercial. They're just playing the whole that's damn just, album yeah, for free. Yeah, that's just the album. I want the Pure Moods 3 commercial. Uh, there has to be a Pure... pure. Why can't I say that? Pure Moods 3 commercial. Pure Moods There you go. It's already there. Commercial. Let's see. Is Celtic Moods go. commercial? That's it. Nickel. Okay. Celtic. Um, oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh no, that's a commercial. We don't want. We don't want a commercial within the commercial. Yes, it's commercial for the commercial about a commercial. Here we go. Ooh, this one has some feedback. and enter into a world of pure pleasure. I remember this one too. From the multi-platinum series Pure Moods comes an all-new experience. Pure Moods Three. <laughs> You remember how your mood was lifted in one and two? We're about to mood it up again for three. Now this one, this one was one eight hundred six four three six seven seven three. Try that one. All right, one eight hundred. We got that one. This is a seventeen-year-old number. Six four three. What? Six seven seven three. Seven three. Actually, this is a... 17 years old? No, this would be 19. Uh, no. It's 2018. Yeah, 17. So you're 17. right. You're right. See what we get here. <sighs> I bet there's no payoff here. The long pause between rings gives me hope. Come on. This is all going to be cut. <laughs> oh. What's that? Hello? Yep. Okay. Hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> we got to call somebody now. Yeah, now I just want to call like an old 1 800 number. One What's the oldest 1 800 number that works? 9900. Oh, I can't do 1 900 on here. Sail away, sail away, sail away. Oldest working telephone number. I don't want that. <laughs> I want the oldest working 1-800 number. Oldest working telephone number. It just told you. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want, like, to call Jim in, in New York City. I don't know. We're just kind of, like, killing airtime here, but... <laughs> Maybe we should revisit this at a, at a later date. What do you sure. say? I tell you what, we are what probably like forty eight minutes in, and half of that's been dead air. <laughs> we didn't talk about porch swings three or four weeks ago. <laughs> we alluded to yeah. porch swings. We we said that we were going to talk about porch swings, and we did not bring that up. Well, we did, but we did, but we ran out of time. It was supposed to be no. We didn't run out of any yeah, kind we, of time. We kind of did. We were already running really long. When we did that, when we bit, did it, we were the, getting the tired. The joke was 
it was just going to be, I have. Yeah. And then we cut it off, and that's the joke. Kind of yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, but you know, we had originally thought about talking about porch swings. It wasn't like we weren't going to do it until we thought about, hey, how funny would it be if we came back and we were just like, have you fell off? Have you broken a porch swing? Yep. All right. I have. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, man. Like, there was some stuff there at the time that I was just like, ah, that's pretty funny. Like, did you ever break a swing and then yes. feel really bad about it? Like, I didn't feel bad. I mean, I I, I was kind of like, well, shit, I'm not going to be able to swing in this thing for like two weeks until somebody fixes it. <laughs> but. Not Other like, than that. I ain't climbing a ladder and getting up there and screwing this eyeball in. I did not trust myself <laughs> as a child. I did that a lot of times, to be honest. Nope, nope. I took a hammer and a nail, and I'd drive the hammer in to get a starter hole, and then I would take the eye bolt and roll it in. <laughs> it's actually really simple to do, but there is nothing in the world that makes you feel like less of a person. Because, like, really more of like a fat ass. Right, right. <laughs> when you break a chair or a swing falls with you. <laughs> like, there's been times, like, at school where I have sat down in a chair and the weld, you know, it's like a 20-year-old chair by the time you're sitting in it in public school. And the weld is, like, going because it's been wobbling for weeks. Yeah, and you're you just s- trying to make yourself feel yeah. better. But you sit in it and the weld breaks, and you're like, oh, <laughs> Lord. You hear that, that soundtrack of laughter? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only thing that's worse than that is when you rip your pants. That's when you feel like no, the chair. Too. The chair's more embarrassing to me. I've, no, I've been in school before where I've done something, and I've ripped the crotch of my pants, and I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Yeah. What's your next move? When you rip the crotch of your pants... Like, and it's 8 o'clock in the morning at school. <laughs> what do you do? I Can I go to the office to call home? Well, I'm asking you. Is that what you that, did? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's what I did. And your mom but, brought you a new pair of pants? Yes. Even though she was already at work? Well, I think it was like my aunt brought them to me or somebody that wasn't at work at the time. You called your grandma probably? Yeah, yeah. I called my oh, grandma. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it was delivery. What did you do before then? You just sit in class or you stayed in the office? I don't I don't think I ever ripped my pants before then. It was always like it was always in middle school. <laughs> Look, I got to ask you while we're talking about this. Yeah. Whenever you told one of the greatest stories I've ever heard about the vomiting yeah on the, the school <laughs> on bus. On the school bus. What was like the next day? Like whenever you had to get <laughs> when you had to get on the bus? Like, the day after. Dude, honestly, I don't remember. I want to say that it was either a weekend or I didn't go to school the next day. It was just like <laughs> I was so sick that I just didn't do anything. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think that was probably the case. It was either a weekend or the next day was like a Friday, so I just skipped school that day. <laughs> but I'm sure the bus driver didn't like me after that. Right. I mean, it was – pretty late in the year like it was like my fifth grade year so this was the last year i was going to be riding that bus <laughs> lucky for me it happened towards the end of the route can you imagine if i get on the bus like and this is something i've had a long conversation with about my with my wife because the way the zone lines are drawn our area goes to a school that's about 14 miles away now, that's not bad. That's only like a 14-minute ride, but we are we are the furthest of that zone. We are still further out like we were when we were kids. Yeah. And when we were kids, we had a one-hour bus ride, too. And sometimes it was like one hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, like it was it longer was, than an hour. Yeah, and, and then you had a one-hour-plus ride home. So you were on the bus like almost three hours a day, you know, close to three hours a day. And by the time you got to school, you were just like, forget this. And by the time you got out of school, you're like, well, I've still got another hour and a half before I'm going to be home. And they still have that set up to this day, which is just horrible. I mean, so thank God that when I threw up, it was at like 56 minutes into the ride. (laughs) So to have pity for me for a little bit there – you know, I sat on a bus for an almost an hour feeling sick 
before I threw up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just fighting it back. Just don't throw up. Don't throw Chewing up. Don't it back. Throw up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was plenty of times where I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be sick. And I didn't know what to do because I'd never been sick on the bus before. You know, I think we all are a little car sick every once in a while. And there were times where I would try to do my homework on the bus and you'd look up and you'd be like, whoa, my head's kind of dizzy. But it wasn't so bad on a bus. But, man, I tell you, an hour of just feeling sick on a bus and then like i said almost an hour at 57 58 minutes you go (laughs) and and you've got like another 10 minutes to go (sighs) at least everybody didn't see it right you know what i mean but no man it's just i told my wife my daughter's not going through that like i'm sure our parents went through that too but at the same time they're like look it's not practical to do anything but send these little bastards on the bus you know <laughs> right i mean I, I respect what they did i'm not saying that I, no 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 yeah you know i hate a, i hate my parents for let me go through that <laughs> but you know what i do hate my no, parents for let me go. it was it was good i mean yeah. I, it wasn't that bad i mean after so long you get used to it but i know as a parent as well you you want to do everything to prevent that situation from yeah. happening you know well, i tell you what, man. We might have got enough here for a show. <laughs> I don't know how much of it was entertaining, and a lot of that might be cut out. Um, I really wish we could just pause this and find a 1-800 number to call. <laughs> it's like the payoff isn't coming. Yeah, I mean, it's like we have we all gotta these We've got to call setups. somebody. Well, the sound of that music means we have reached the end of another episode of P3 Radio. And if you want to find us on Facebook, how can they do that, Richard? Just type in Pop Poncho on Facebook, and you can go to YouTube and type in P3 Radio, or on Twitter, at P3 Radio 1. Or you can go to our number, 731-300-6675. Yes, 731-300-MORK. Yeah, physically go to our number. Don't dial that in, don't text it, don't do anything physically go there go to it yes and we will see you next week here on p3 radio for josh brawley i'm richard mulligan saying good night